Hello and welcome to the Gua Sha Show. Helping you get the best results out of Gua Sha and Eastern medicine for the face and the body. I'm your host, Clive Whittam, and every week we explore the world of Gua Sha to help you use and understand this great technique with research and stories and guests and useful tips. So let's get straight into this episode. And let's look at four reasons why you should do Gua Sha over your head. Hello and welcome to another season of the Gua Sha Show. So in this second season, I have another 15 more shows packed with information on Gua Sha that no one else is going to tell you. So in this first episode of season two, we're looking at using Gua Sha on your head and why you should be doing it. So whether you do Gua Sha for health or relaxation, or you do facial Gua Sha for beauty reasons, this episode of the Gua Sha Show applies to you. In fact, it applies to everyone. Scraping over your head is one of the fundamental parts of Gua Sha. And if you're not doing it, what are you doing? So when I mention using Gua Sha over your head, some people become quite surprised and they didn't know that it was a good idea to use the tool over your scalp. I think they might think, well, it's too hard. It kind of makes logical sense when you scrape on the soft tissue of your body, but when you come to your head, it feels like you can't really do the same thing. But you can. Just like the rest of your body, there's tissue underneath the skin over your whole scalp area, which we're going to look at in a short while. So when you look at those images of Sha that you might come across on the internet, which show someone's back completely red, you can understand why people might not readily scrape their heads. But it's pretty rare for char to appear over the head area. It can happen, but if you have a full head of hair, it would be a pretty rare thing to actually happen. And it's not something I've ever seen. So let's look at why you should be scraping your head. Okay, number one. So for the first reason, we need to look at the structures underneath your scalp. Now the scalp area that I'm talking about is actually from your brows, which are above your eye socket, where your eyebrows are, and it goes all the way over your head to the external occipital protuberance at the back of your head. Now that, that protuberance is the, where the bone sticks out the back of your skull, just as it bends down towards the neck. So your forehead at the front is mostly made up of the frontalis muscle. And this is then tensioned over your head by the galea aponeurotica membrane, which then blends into the occipitalis muscle at the back of your head. And this is essentially one structure which is tensioned like a washing line or like a skipping rope. And so if you're going to affect one part, you're going to affect the other parts. And also at the sides, there's the temporalis muscle. And so you've got a variety of structures which are within your head, but all in a related group. If you do facial washer, then you should immediately see the benefit of this. Because as I mentioned, the frontalis muscle is part of this grouping over the whole top of your head. And if you want to make changes to the frontalis muscle, so for example, if you want to affect the pattern of lines which are over the forehead area, then you've got to think about the head because this is what's tensioning. This is what's kind of pulling the whole area of your forehead. And I'm sure you can see the importance of treating the head for the face. 
In your head area, underneath your skin, isn't just bone. There's superficial fascia, there's the galea aponeurotica membrane, which is densely packed collagen fiber, and loose connective tissue, which is above the pericranium membrane, which is the membrane which covers the bone. This means that when you scrape over the scalp, there's lots of potential for change because you're connecting with the blood circulation, with this tensioning of the fascia and the connective tissue and the muscle chain, which is across your head. And in fact, you're actually connecting with a lot more. We can actually continue the connected fascia, which comes down from the occipital area and then comes into your neck and it's called the neutral fascia, which goes down your neck and then connects with the spine and the back and the structures which are within the back area. And in this way, in a very real structural way, your scalp is connected with the muscles and connected tissue structures, which are down your neck and also going down your back. And if we really want to continue, we can go over your buttocks and down your hamstrings and your calf and into your foot. And these would all be connected. Now, the ancient Chinese actually did that. They actually connected these structures and they called it the bladder sinew channel. This connection is actually a recognition of a group of muscles with their direction of movement. So, for example, if you stand up and then I tell you to bend backwards and you bend your head backwards and lean backwards, then the muscles you're activating are the bladder sinew channel muscles. And they're connected in a direct way to the muscles and the membrane over your head, all the way down to above your eyes. So just by treating your head area, you're in fact treating a whole big part of your body. So let's come on to number two, because the second reason is intricately connected to the first. So within these structures that I talked about, which are over the top of your head, there's blood flow. Now it flows in different ways, in different structures, just like rivers do when they flow through different environments in the natural world. So we've got large blood vessels. They cut through the body like large rivers cut through the natural environment. But much like the smaller tributaries to a river, which go off in different directions on a much smaller scale, so do blood vessels which flow through connective tissue. And they look more like branches of a tree. And these are the capillaries within the tissue bed. This whole system has a remarkable organization by the ancient Chinese, and they mapped it out in a very elegant way. And you may have seen this map in a picture or on a model, which has lots of different lines, and they're given different names, and they go up and down from your head, your arms and your legs. Now these lines are channels, so all the main young channels, they actually meet at your head. These young channels include many of the big body-wide channels, such as the bladder, which I mentioned on a muscular level, but this is actually on a deeper level. And this goes all the way down from your head, your neck, your back, down through your legs to your little toe and the stomach, which goes all the way down from your face, down your chest, your abdomen, down your legs, all the way down to your middle toes. So these young channels are the channels which are most accessible for Gua Sha and that can be affected 
by scraping on your head. So just by scraping on your head, you can make changes in how your lower back feels or your digestion performs. Because what you're doing on the forehead will affect the circulation flow, which is going up and down these channels. It's also true with facial washer if you want to affect different parts of the face because these channels are also coming up and down via the head to different areas of your face. As I mentioned earlier about the forehead area where you might have worry lines or you might have frown lines, they're intricately connected with the channels which go over the top of your head. So there's nothing mysterious about it. It makes logical sense. And it's just following the same principles as the natural world around us, just as I mentioned about rivers. And this then brings us neatly into the third reason you should be doing gua sha over your head. So number three. And this again is following natural science. It's looking at nature, establishing principles and applying them in a correct way. This is where the idea of microsystems comes from. It's an idea that each part of the body has an aspect of the whole body within it. You may be familiar with this idea with reflexology, which is a microsystem on your feet. And if you press and activate certain areas on the foot area, it can have an effect on other parts of your body. So these microsystems are sometimes really visible, like the shape of a fetus on your ear, but other times it's not so obvious, which is the situation on the scalp. If any of you have my holographic washer book, then this will be quite familiar to you because I go into this in considerable detail, explaining all about scalp washer, because it's uh, one of the microsystems that I feature in the book. So if you're interested in that, go ahead and get a copy of Holographic Washer. It's called Practical Microsystem Handbook. So one of the things I feature in the book is that within the scalp area, there are zones which correspond to parts of your body. And if those zones are active, which means they feel sore, then treatment of them can have an effect on the body part that it corresponds to. So for example, if you go up the middle of your nose and keep that line going up, over your forehead to the top to where your natural hairline begins. And so you're in the middle of the top of the forehead. So that area there is the zone of your head, face and throat. And this is where if the area is reactive, so if it's a very sore area when you push it and you treat it, it might affect that area. Now, if you follow along from the head, face and throat area and you go along an inch or a few centimetres towards the ear, but keeping along the natural hairline, then it is the zone of the chest. So this is where, where the lungs and the heart and the diaphragm. And then if you go a little bit further out, an inch or a few centimetres even more, then you're going to come to the digestive zone. And if you press this area with a tool, you can sometimes feel it in real time because you can feel slight nausea. And this is the situation that lots of people feel uh, in this natural hairline area because it's an area which has a lot of reaction and it also corresponds to lots of areas of your body. So you can try it yourself. Just push along the, the line of the natural hairline and come across towards your ears and you're going to find somewhere that's going to be a little bit sore. 
and that soreness might correspond with a certain area of your body. So let's come on to number four. And the fourth reason for treating your head is connected with heat. Now, heat is a pretty common thing to find in your body. In the natural world, what happens to heat? Well, it goes up, doesn't it? So when you have heat in the body, no matter where it is, it has a tendency to rise towards the highest place. Now, the highest place in your body is going to be your head. Now, hence, with the fever, you really feel the symptoms of heat in the head. And there's an area at the top of your head which the ancient Chinese named Bai Hui, which is called a hundred meetings. And scraping from here is a great way to help the body to deal with heat rising up to the head. Now this heat might be from being outside in the heat for too long. Perhaps it's a hot summer, perhaps you've got heat stroke, you've been on the, on the beach for too long and you have the heat in your body. Or it could be something more on the lines of menopausal heat. And the idea is that you would find Bai Hui. Now, Bai Hui is not that difficult to find because if you have a look at your ears and look at the attachment of your ears, which is the just in front of the ears where, where your ears are connected with your head, and you'll see the angle is not straight up. It's actually going slightly towards the back of your head. And that's the angle you want to follow and go up on one side and go up on the other side. And then where they meet, that's just behind Bai Hui. So come slightly forwards and there you have the area. And the idea is to scrape from that point in different directions, but each time scraping in a downwards direction. So these are the four reasons. So number one, there's a structural reason that you can actually make structural changes in the body. Number two, there's a circulation reason in that you can really affect how the body circulates. And much like a river, you can actually affect things which are either upstream or downstream. And number three, you can use the microsystem on the head to help you in making changes to other parts of the body. And then number four, if you really want to help heat, use the area at the top of your head. So if you aren't doing gua sha over the head, you're really missing a whole chunk of gua sha. And certainly with facial gua sha, you're doing a disservice to your face treatment if you don't think about why the face is as it is and not just continue with your lifting and your tugging in the local facial area. So if you do treat your head, what do you need? So do you need a specially shaped tool to scrape over your head? Well, no, you don't. You'll see comb shaped tools of all shapes and sizes and they were designed with the head in mind, but really you just use a normal tool. It might be wing-shaped or square-shaped or spoon-shaped or wave-shaped or anything-shaped, as long as it has a smooth edge suitable for gua sha. And do you need to lubricate your head like you do with the rest of the body? Well, that depends on whether you have hair or not. Generally, if you have hair, you don't need lubrication because your hair acts as the lubricant. It's the barrier between the tool and your skin. And if you don't have hair, well, you're probably going to need some lubrication so that the tool feels comfortable and doesn't potentially damage the skin. And so what's the technique? So although it becomes a little complex, the basic movement over your head is from front to back. This is the natural tendency of the body and it's the direction of the channels. The scrapes that you do are much shorter and firmer than you might do in other places. And you can follow lines over your head. So 
if you started at the midline of the top of the forehead, you can then follow that same line going along the midline of the top of the head all the way back to the nape of the neck. And then once you've finished, come back to where you were on the top of the forehead, move slightly towards the ear, and then continue in another line. And you can systematically treat the whole head. You can also use the tool for pressing certain areas and also circling. And of course, you have to follow the general guidelines of Gua Sha whenever you do Gua Sha. So if you're not sure about that, just make sure you have the correct information about that. And if you need some simple information, you'll find it in my first Gua Sha book, which is Gua Sha, A Complete Self-Treatment Guide, which is the grey book. And in that, uh, you will have all the basic guidelines of how to treat safely. Because it's very important when you scrape on the head area to do it comfortably and safely. So if you want more about this, well, I've already mentioned there's information about those holographic microsystems. Um, they are in my holographic Gua Sha book. And I'll put a link in the show notes as well as a link for the other Gua Sha book, which will be the Complete Self-Treatment Guide. So those two books, I'll put a link in the show notes, which you can find at clivewitham.com. And then if you want to look even further, there's my Ecology Emotion Gua Sha courses. Um, and so it's got a different name because it's an approach to Gua Sha, which is so different with what people think Gua Sha is that I had to give it another name. And so these courses are looking very much at all of the things I talked about today um, and about how it's all interconnected with the natural world. So if you can, it's a good idea to include treating the head whenever you're doing Gua Sha. If you have any questions, you'll find my contact details in the show notes. And let me know how you do with scraping over the head. Thank you for listening to this podcast. You can check out the show notes at clivewhittam.com slash show. You'll also find loads of free videos and information. And if you need more help with Guasha, definitely check out my online courses at the Komorebi Institute. I'll include the link in the show notes too. Talk to you soon.